The live opinions, descriptions, and accounts expressed on the Best of Times Radio Hour are those of the hosts and the guests of this show, and not necessarily those of Town Square Media or this station. Consult with your attorney, accountant, or other professional for final advice in making your decision. The Best of Times, live from 710 Peel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana. Celebrating age and maturity. Helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The best of times. Your host, Gary Coligas. Good morning, Architects listeners. I'm Gary Coligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only news magazine for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn about traveling on a riverboat cruise in Europe. So stay tuned to the show for some very beneficial and interesting information to benefit you or your loved ones. It is Saturday. August the 1st, and we are broadcasting our radio show from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show has been pre recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Be sure to pick up the August issue of the Best of Times at one of our 528 distribution locations. This August issue features a commemoration of the 70th anniversary of the end of World War II. We thank the many of you who have sent us compliments about our magazine and our radio show. We do appreciate hearing from you. If you're unable to find a copy of The Best of Times, remember you can visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view current and past issues of our magazine and to listen to prior radio shows here of The Best of Times Radio Hour. Be sure to pick up the Wednesday edition of the Report Times under the Voices section for my weekly article called Senior Living. These topics and information can benefit you, your caregivers, and others in dealing with current and future senior living issues and concerns. Do thank you for the many compliments about my articles, and I'm happy to, that it has greatly benefited both you and others. Again, remember to log on to our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com for a listing of announcements made during today's radio show, as well as information about upcoming events, activities, and news that you can use. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Gale, proudly presented by A Bears, Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Christ. The Ram and Jeep Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to today's radio show and also thanking those who might be listening via the internet at www.710keel.com. Today's show will be a little lanyap or extra information regarding the published three articles that appeared in the Senior Living section of the Wednesday edition of the Shreveport Times, a local Gannett daily. Uh, And these articles related to traveling on a riverboat, or also called a river ship, in Europe that my wife and I just recently took, and we hope that this show will give you a little bit of extra information about 
uh, a riverboat cruising in Europe or Asia or elsewhere, and hopefully uh, it'll help even those veteran world travelers that you might learn some additional information that could benefit you in your planning of a possible riverboat cruise uh, in the near future. My wife and I really enjoy traveling on cruise ships, and we have been able to do so, thank the Lord, to, and, uh, for many, many years in visiting fascinating ports throughout the world. Uh, we've, we've been cruising for the past, of course, we've been married 41 years, and uh, when we were first married, we, t- we took a, a cruise right one year after we were, we were married. So it's been 40 years. Uh, we've been on many cruise lines, including Princess and Carnival and NCL and Celebrity and many others. And, um, but for many years, we talked about going on a riverboat cruise. By the way, I mentioned in the article that the really appropriate name is not riverboat. A boat is a small uh, a small craft, but it should be really called a river ship. These are really large ships that go along the river. Um, But we did delay for lots of reasons. Uh, But finally this year, uh, we decided to travel to Europe to take our very first river boat, river cruise, river ship cruise along the uh, to see the view the countryside of the rivers and be able to visit some small towns in southern Germany. And we uh, had several selections on what cruise line to use. So um, we decided, based upon the uh, recommendation of our my sister-in-law, my wife's sister, uh, Emma Waterways was the river uh, cruise line that we used. They are one of probably 20 or 30 different cruise lines or cruise ships that specialize in riverboat cruises. And we aborted, boarded the Emma um, Waterways uh, cruise ship, noted as the, the ship's name was Emma Dulce, D-O-L-C-E. And uh, fascinating cruise that we began in, uh, Cop- in um, not Copenhagen, uh, Luxembourg and ended up in Prague, uh, the Czech Republic. It was amazing, but quite different than cruising on large cruise ships that, like we have done before. So um, we hope that the articles that, that were given in the, uh, the Shreveport Times was beneficial to you. Uh, I've heard from many, many of the readers thanking me uh, for giving them information about this, but also uh, giving them in the prior three articles, I, I found that it was quite needed information, especially for first-time uh, visitors to Europe and Asia and other foreign countries, to give them a little advance notice about what, how to prepare both at home and when you arrive at your destination or hotels or cruise ship when, when traveling in Europe and Asia. And again, I, I, I'm very humble about the many, many compliments that I receive from, from my readers uh, regarding these particular three articles and the, the recent articles about specifically about river ship or riverboat cruises. So why are they so popular now these days? Well, they provide, just like a cruise ship uh, on the ocean-going cruises to Mediterranean and, and uh, the Caribbean and elsewhere, they provide a very structural, structured and hassle-free way to vacation or travel. They, you know in advance what ports of call that you're going to be able to, to, uh, to visit. And in a river ship 
or riverboat cruises, the, these are really interesting that you can just step right off your ship, be that you're in a small or large city, and, and be within moments of arriving to various venues of museums and historical sites, shopping, restaurants, entertainment. You're going to be most, most of the times at port in the middle of these particular cities. So river ship cruises do travel extremely slow along the river, of course, for safety purposes, and, and the, the river traffic in Europe is considerably more than I've seen in various rivers, rivers in America. And some of these rivers are quite narrow. Uh, so you're going to find something um, uh, unique that the ships will be passing along you, both freight and otherwise um, pleasure ships as well, uh, all along these particular fast-flowing, moving rivers that have many locks and dams to con control the depth of those particular rivers. So what do I tell you? As with all travel plans, especially river, river ship crews, it's important that you start your research as soon as possible. Ask your family members and friends for recommendations on which lines they have gone to and the positives and the, the negatives about that particular cruise ship. And um, there are many websites that you can do uh, research by reviews of prior passengers of these river boat cruises to give you some of those uh, cruising experiences by them. Um, based upon my personal experience of this first particular river boat cruise and other cruises, there's no such thing as that 100% excellent experience and perfect. There's nothing going to be 100%. There's always going to be something caveat or something that may not be ex to your expectation. So I try to say if you can reach at least 85%, man, that's a fantastic goal. So uh, there's going to be positives and negatives, and we're going to talk about some of those. Um, another reason to start early in your research is because most river ship cruise lines in Europe and in Asia and elsewhere have a limit on the size of their ships. Most these cruise ships look the same. I mean, except for their logos and ship names, some of them are built by the same companies, so they, they're very much uh, 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 they're, they're identical. I mean, I, I could you could hardly tell the difference between uh, the Ammo Waterways ship and the Viking ship that was parked next to us occasionally or followed us, or, or etc. So they're very, very different. The very little differences in those ships. They also um, have limited number of passengers and cabins because of their width uh, restrictions and many other restrictions. Um, so most of them carry anywhere between 120 to 140 passengers. In comparison with ocean-growing large cruise lines like the princesses and celebrities that hold 3,000 plus passengers and another 1,000 plus crew members on on these mammoth cruise ships. So you're going to come from a if you're experiencing never experienced a, a, a riverboat cruise ship, uh, it's going to be much smaller and more intimate than a particular ocean-going uh, riverboat cruise. The other difference is of is their size limitation is due to the width and depth of the rivers. 
uh, because these ships, like we did on our particular nine-day cruise, went through a series of 52 different locks and dams. 52 in nine days. Uh, so these particular ships have to have a sp specific width, no wider than, I uh, can't remember the width, but no longer because these locks and dams, the whole entire ship has to be contained inside of this particular lock for the, the water, the raise or lower, depending on the, the river, the, the river uh, flow. So that's another particular factor. As I noticed, going, going through all these 52 locks, there was no lock and dam the same. They were all different sizes, shapes, depth, drop, etc. Um, interestingly, the, they were, most of them were unmanned. So the, the riverboat captain would come up and signal via telecommunications that he is entering, and all of a sudden they make sure they're secured and lock in and tie all the ropes, and then the system works. Uh, the water drops, the water raises, and, and the gates are opened and closed, uh, depending on which direction you're going, and off you go into the, the next uh, particular river Riverboat, so you can river, and so you continue going on. So the the because the the the, the these river ship cruises having a uh, uh, smaller uh, width and depth, etc. There's a limited number of passengers, so this could result in you not having availability if you want to go on a specific cruise date and you book it want to book it uh, a month are so out, this possibility of you not going to be able to get that particular cruise date, bad itinerary, or, or even any availability. And if you are, you're going to be probably getting those very expensive last-minute suites on, on these ships. They have very few suites in really up, upper-class uh, cabins. And which are quite expensive most of the times. And so that's going to cause you, if you want to go on this particular itinerary date and cruise line, that it will cost you quite a bit more than if you had probably booked uh, 90 to 6 months uh, prior to this. So that's another reason why you should do your research. When we decided to go on Ammo Waterways, we booked ours uh, almost uh, 8 months in advance and uh, to make sure that we got the correct uh, itinerary date, etc., that we, we wanted to. Uh, I won't be able to go into all the options about selecting and securing your riverboat cruise itinerary, but remember, every boat is different. Uh, some are better than the others. Uh, uh, some of the cruise lines that are available in Europe uh, I listed on our website, and you can go, you can visit our, our website to look at it or visit this particular article. Uh, again, there's about 20 or 30 different cruise lines that offer uh, cruise, cruising in Europe and in Asia and other parts of parts of the world, in Scandinavia, etc. One suggested website. This is a fascinating website. I'm going to give a plug. This is a, uh, I would call it a. Uh, consumer-oriented and ad-free website devoted to the world's top-rated riverboat cruises uh, throughout the world. And it, it's very simple. It's www.riverboatratings.com. That's riverboatratings.com. This gives you an unbiased, according to, these, according to this website, of comparative information about almost every 
uh, popular uh, riverboat cruise lines, and it doesn't talk about a lot about their itineraries, but it gives you uh, the the pros and cons of each one of these cruise lines. So it's it's a good resource site uh, for you to go. Of course, as I mentioned in my article, you can go to various tour agencies, contact directly the cruise line, which they all have websites and telephone. You can deal with them. You can even contact your credit card travel agency or local travel agency. Um, of course, many people, as I was discussing today to our senior group, many of them just Google and go on the Internet and make their travel arrangements directly on the website to a particular either directly to the cruise line or our travel agency or travel company. So, uh, that's one way. But remember, if you have some time, do comparative shopping, as many of the prices of even the same cruise could differ uh, from site to site. That happened to us with Emma Waterways. We, um, we priced around the various uh, sites, and, and, they, and some of these sites offer special senior discounts, special group discounts. There's so many different types of discounts that, uh, that both the, the cruise line or, as well as the travel agency and others offer, and even some of your credit card companies can offer discounts. But it's important to either ask for these particular perks and discounts if they're mentioned on their site because they're not automatic. You, most of the times you have to request them if you, that you saw them on this particular site or, or read about these particular. So it's important that you, you asked about them. I had one person, that's why I mentioned this article, um, a lot of people feel more comfortable on a one-on-one visit with their uh, travel agent locally. Uh, that's very important to some individuals. And there are many uh, within your cities, wherever you are, that could probably handle this type of, uh, of riverboat cruise and any type of travel needs that you have on a one-to-one -one basis. Instead of visiting the Internet or even calling someone that may be located somewhere in the world that you're dealing with to, to get your information and get your deposits and finally get all your paperwork involved. So... Uh, you can find somebody locally. Um, most of the time it's going to be about the same price or could be a little bit surcharged for that customer service. But one important item, if you plan to use airline reward points or credits for flights to get to Europe or Asia, uh, make sure you tell your travel agent or your, the company that you're dealing with that you're planning to do this because a lot of them uh, assume that you're going to be booking all flights and cruises and land and hotels with them. So if you're going to do something outside and they may not be able to handle those award travel points or credits for your transportation needs, for your hotels, etc. So be sure you tell them in advance because you might have to be doing and contacting the airlines, the, the American, the Delta, the Continental, the United, etc. Uh, by yourself or even contacting the hotel companies. I emphasize again, if you are like me, 65 and older, there are available most of these cruise lines and others offer senior discounts and other discounts or perks. So do ask for them. Um, because if you do not get them in your initial contract, most of the times it, they're unavailable after booking. So it's important that you get these particular perks or discounts before you agree to that particular contract it's a contract agreement to for you and your spouse or others to go on this particular river river cruises i uh, i've had one of the most frequent questions asked of me is 
do I need medical insurance when I go when I go abroad to the foreign countries in Europe and Asia, etc.? I highly recommend that you you check your current policy. But uh, obtaining additional medical and cancellation insurance is probably a good piece, will give you good peace of mind because in case, you know, God forbid you have a particular accident or injury in a foreign country and you have to be airlifted back to America, back to your home, it, it could be very costly. And most policies uh, do not, most policies that you have, healthcare policies in America that you might have through a private insurer or through Medicaid or Medicare, Medicare, uh, a Medicare supplement do not cover, or if they do, they're going to cover very uh, small amount for those particular medical coverages. So medical coverage through various companies, uh, reputable companies that offer, that's called short-term medical insurance and cancellation insurance in case a family member or yourself gets sick and unable. Or you, we had an individual uh, reader that said that she broke her leg like uh, one week before going on a riverboat cruise. Well, luckily she had cancellation insurance that allowed her and her spouse to to cancel and get all their money back that they paid because they had this particular coverage and she was unable to to travel because she was uh, having surgery and and she was unable to to make that that journey via the airlines and via the riverboat cruises uh, in your in Europe. But the important cost is regarding medical evacuation uh, back to your home or or wherever to get medical treatment. They may be able to stabilize you in Europe, that, that they're very wonderful hospitals and clinics and physicians, but you might need further medical condition and further medical treatment and procedures being done by your physician and surgeons in America. And the last item, I had this lady just today asked me, she says, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a loner, Mr. Caligas, and I'm planning to go to Europe, and I read in your article that it's going to cost me more if I don't bring anyone to share the cabin or share the expenses. Yes, there is. If you're going to have a cabin all by yourself, be prepared to pay a little bit more. There's a surcharge for a single traveler. So it's it might be considerate if you have a, a family member or a friend or a close associate that wants to join you in that cabin and, and pay the other fair that it's going to it's going to be much less but some people don't want they want that extra space um, and last but not least as i mentioned peak and non-peak times of the year to travel to certain countries check on this you can check on various websites to do or you can call our state department uh, about what with the travel you of course the travel agencies or the various cities uh, the capitals of those countries and the tourism bureaus in those particular countries will tell you Another important thing is in riverboat cruising, this is something to be cautious about, is riverboat cruises often can, can become bus tours, especially when the portions of those rivers become too high or too low due, due to rains and non-rains and droughts in certain parts of Europe and Asia. So it has happened. Uh, you generally most of these cruise lines will let you know in advance, but sometimes they do not know if a particular uh, condition of the river uh, during particular months. And I, I was told that sailings in April, August, and October are most likely to have water-related problems in Europe. So this can happen, and some cruise lines will tell you this in advance. They're going to say, "I'm sorry." 
Uh, some of them give you options about not taking it, but most of them will tell you uh, once you get to your embarkation city that we are going to have to bus you from city to city, and you will still have all the opportunities to see the countryside, visit the museums, the churches, etc., but it won't be aboard, and we'll put you at hotels along the way, but you will not be able to be on, a, on the riverboat cruise ship. And this, and this has happened. It's not that frequent, but be prepared for this particular aspect. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by Abers, Tenant Country F Report, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealers. Jerry's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, probably presented by A-Bears, Tenant Country of Streetport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Today's show is devoted to giving you a little extra Lanyap information about possibly going on a riverboat cruise in Europe or in Asia and other countries of the world. And considering... In Continue my suggestions. Um, I suggest, and some people do not do this, but consider it. Arrive early if you're going to embark on a riverboat cruise. Arrive at least a day or two. Uh, if possible, if you can afford it, even three days to adjust to that long flight from the U.S. to to your country in Europe or Scandinavia or Asia before you get on that riverboat cruise because you're going to have to adjust to that particular jet lag, the, the, the time zone differences. Hopefully you got some sleep on that flight, but you probably did not or get some sound sleep. So it's, it's, it's good to get those few days before. Uh, you'll definitely have a much better experience on the cruise ship, um, both riverboat cruises and in, in, in the other other cruise, major cruise lines that you might want to go on on the Mediterranean or the Baltic Sea, etc. So it'll help you adjust. The other advantage is it's going to give you an opportunity to explore explore that either specific. Um, embarkation city that you're at. Uh, many of the cruise lines, the ammo waterways that, that we um, utilize this time uh, offered pre-packages for in hotels at um, in Paris. We went to Paris before we uh, got bus to pick up the riverboat cruise in in uh, in Luxembourg. So it was an opportunity for us to stay a few days to see the town of Paris and visit the museums and the culture, the restaurants, the people, etc. So uh, yes, you have to may pack a little bit of extra uh, clothing and items, but those pre days were remarkable. It, we got to acclimate and rest a little bit on the first day. Didn't do a lot, but uh, after that we we became more and more adapted to our our travel uh, and our cruise was very exceptional and very uh, very fun the as I mentioned you can utilize your riverboat cruise line companies or others to uh, arrange for those advanced reservations and getting your hotels and 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 the other specific um, suggestion if you do this you might be able to fly on a specific day that is far less 
expensive than leaving on a prime peak day to fly to Europe or Asia. So there are peak days and non-peak days, and you can you can get further discounted airline fares on those particular uh, days. So this leaving one or two days before your embarkation could save you several hundred thousands of dollars in airline flight. As I mentioned in my article, and I strongly emphasize this, is check your number of allowable bags and the weight of your bags on international flights. Because if you arrive at an airport and you're going on an international flight and they weigh your bag and it exceeds the limit, you're going to be paying a major premium uh, in, in excess weight as well as uh, size. Because the size of some of these suitcases lately, are humongous, and the airlines will say, well, the international carrier will not allow you to take this particular bag on board or, or be checked and, and checked back. So make sure that you visit the, the website of the airline to get the exact sizes of check bags, carry-on bags, as well as the weight. Uh, and, and somebody was telling me, well, how can I weigh the bag? Well, there's many simple ways to do that. Uh, one item is you get on a scale, you weigh yourself, then you hold the bag and you weigh the bag, and hopefully it's under that possible 50-pound limit, and you subtract the total weight. When you're holding the bag from your total weight, you'll know the, 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 you'll know the weight of your bag. And if it's like, you know, 80 pounds, you're going to definitely have to pull out or shift 30 pounds unless you want to pay the surcharge, which could be quite expensive on international or international flights. The other item I, and sometimes at different airlines, uh, they said, well, we can't check your bag all the way to XYZ city that you're going to be going to. Well, uh, it's important that based upon all your connecting flights that you are, you get, make sure that the tag says that where you're going to be uh, embarkating and where your flight will finally arrive. You may have many connections. You may be going through Atlanta, New York, wherever, but make sure it's not that's where you're going to pick up your bag. It's where the final destination is that you will be uh, uh, getting off your plane and going through customs and picking up your bag. And uh, so make sure that you're properly tagged and have your name and number and also inside of your bag. I had one individual telling me their, their first flight, well, if you've ever flown from the U.S., uh, there is a possibility that your bags may be opened. So make sure that they are unlocked because TSA will occasionally open your bags. They screen them, but sometimes they open them, and you'll see a little card in there that says this bag was manually inspected by TSA. And if they cannot open your bag, sometimes they will pry it open or page you at the airlines to say we need to open we need to open your particular bag. The other aspect is even with international flights, uh, it's sad that our airlines may not deliver your bags when you arrive at your destination. So it's important that your name, number, and you keep your baggage tag and your code number because if they have to 
put your uh, they, if your bags were routed to another destination by accident and didn't make it to Paris or Rome or, or London uh, hopefully they're going to meet up with you at your hotel once you give them that information uh, at the at the airport when you land uh, likewise if you uh, have arrangements through your cruise line you let them know because sometimes it may take days before your bags and they will be delivered to the cruise line that you are embarking on uh, sadly um, if that occurs I always and that's another reason why it's good to be pre-book a few days before you embark on a cruise whether it's an ocean going cruise or a riverboat cruise you have those few days extra that you're in case the bags are lost they can they can meet up with you and give them that extra few days uh, at your hotel wherever you may be staying or you know right before you get on your cruise lines the bags will arrive and you, know, you may have to buy some some clothing for the interim days but luckily you'll have your, all your suitcases and items that you're needing uh, for your particular cruise when we were on Emma Waterways uh, it was our first riverboat cruise we found of course we read the information and had the tour guide and book and the, and the viewing the cabins are small much smaller than most uh, ocean-going cruise lines that we have. Even though these cabins are quite new, again, they have limitations on sizes due to width and length. So, but surprisingly, even though the cabins were small, they had lots of storage for, for clothing and items. And, you know, as long as you have enough to store and you don't have to trip over suitcases, bags, and so forth, as long as you can move around, that, that was acceptable to me. I mean, uh, you can probably get one of the upper suites and larger cabins but do you really need all that space some people like it but I don't think it's totally necessary uh, you don't utilize your cabin a lot for a long time each and every day other than to, to groom to bathe and to sleep most of the times you're either touring or on top deck the restaurants and the lounges and the entertainment and exercising etc so you're not going to be spending a lot of time you can but there are many common areas throughout throughout the riverboat ship and you're going to be there meeting and greeting others and, and looking at the panoramas even though you might have a balcony but the upper decks of all these particular riverboat cruises have remarkable venues that you can see the panoramas on, on the countryside the mansions the castles the vineyards the churches and just just relax up there and enjoy a, a cocktail or a soda and, and enjoy the areas yes most of the cabins on ours and others have fantastic entertainment centers to watch movies and music and TV shows and uh, uh, we found that room service in some of these river uh, riverboat ships is limited uh, most of the time they they uh, they don't have a full list of menu items that they can be delivered to your room but uh, the meals are wonderful and adequate that you can have in, in their in their restaurants and most only have one restaurant because there's only 120 passengers the riverboat cruise that we were on you might want to check this have, and, and with yours most of them do now have Wi-Fi access throughout the ship as well as in your in your uh, in your cabin so you'll be able to check your ma- email website Skype family fem- friends and members of the family and, and others uh, and the other thing that we found on our ship, and most ships have this riverboat, is, of course, the deck viewing, the sunning chairs. They have a jogging track, a walking track.
back. And some of them even have outdoor hot tubs and very small swimming pools. So it, it gives you a uh, an, an adequate exercise rooms, etc., for you to continue your wonderful journey. As I felt in riverboat cruising, it's more like a family gathering because you're going to get to know the crew. You're going to get to know most of the passengers. Everybody's generally very personal because there's only 120. So if you're taking a 8, 9, or 18-day riverboat cruise, you're going to get to know all these individuals, and the crew will know you and know you your likes and dislikes. It was amazing how after one day, the the waiters, wait staff, the, the housekeeping staff, etc., knew exactly the, your likes and dislikes. It was remarkable. And I was talking to a couple of their crew, master crew members and the captain. They're trained to do that. They actually have a meeting after the, after everybody's there one day and and talk about the passengers uh, at a conference and that's what they do late in the evening they will go through every cabin and talk about these people's dislikes likes that they've found so far you know that this person only likes his tea served this way uh and it was it was very amazing because they they told me this i'm sure that no, probably nobody would ask but i did ask and they they volunteered the information that they, they said we we do that to make sure that you will have a pleasurable uh trip uh beginning on definitely day two and on and i think it it does help that um the other thing in meeting all these people from all over the world our crews probably had 50 percent of u.s uh uh, passengers, but the others were from all over the world, and it was fascinating talking to these individuals. Most of them knew fluent English, luckily, and was, I didn't know all these various nationalities and ethnicities. Uh, but it was fascinating, and uh, learned a lot of particular uh, about their cultures, about their stories, and uh, they were fascinating to learn. And some of them, of course, have been to America, but very few of them have been to to my neck of the woods, Shreveport, Louisiana, Bossier City. So I gave them a little bit of overview of our particular. Uh, city. With regard to meals, you're going to experience some excellent selection, presentation, quantity, quality, and superb service uh, as as you would in fine dining restaurants throughout the world, especially on, on riverboat cruise lines. Uh, very impeccable. Uh, the wines, the beers, and beverages are, are offered to you. Uh, Throughout the sailing, uh, many of these cruise cruise lines, the river river boat cruise lines, offer complimentary wine and beer and soft drinks with your lunch and dinner. Uh, and of course, they off, offer their liquor and cocktails uh, either at no charge or minimum charge. Um, one person asked me today at a particular meeting, uh, "I'm a I'm a smoker, and I've never been on a cruise line." I said, "Well, they don't." probably let you smoke in the cabins I don't think in the cabins are they're all smoke free cabins but they do have common areas and designated smoking area um River ship cruises, because we're, there was, they dock so close to the city and right off of a bike trail or walking path, they carry bicycles that allow you to, to, ch- to check out the bicycles at no charge, to, to travel on your own or on guided tours on various ports of call. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. 
Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Kaligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Senate Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Today, we are discussing a little bit of extra information about possibly taking a riverboat cruise in Europe and Asia or, or any, other con- any other foreign country along the rivers. And, um, and continuing my suggestions, these are a follow up of the articles that appeared in the Southern Senior Living section of the Shreveport Times Wednesday edition, uh, the article that I write each and every Wednesday. I uh, did a three-part series on both preparing to go to a foreign country and then um, taking a riverboat cruise uh, to, to Europe or in Asia. Most, as I mentioned, um, riverboat, river ships uh, have professional laundry services, and and you know that's accessible if you want, don't want to bring a lot of clothing, and it's very reasonable, and they really take care of your clothes. We utilize this particular uh, uh, service, and it was impeccable and, and helped us not have to pack a lots of clothing, <coughs> unnecessary clothing that we might have. Comfortable shoes are a must on all these walking tours. You're gonna, and I. Definitely suggest, and we needed. On some evenings, there it was cool. So bring a jacket or or a light raincoat for those non-perfect days. Um, most cruise lines, like cruise ships, provide the basic toiletries, but make sure you bring those special items that you might want. Uh, important to check on the cruise line whether they have the electrical outlets meeting the U.S. Uh, standard. Most of them. Except uh, only the European standard. So may, you might have to bring converters or uh, uh, power strips or other to be able to utilize your, uh, to charge your iPhones or iPads, as well as your, your cameras and uh, other particular items. Uh, likewise, your electric shaver, your hair dryer, everything might be needing, uh, make sure that they're compatible with that particular current as well as the plugs involved. Consider bringing a backpack uh, for taking personal items, especially during your sightseeing. Uh, One item we talked about uh, at one of the presentations I gave about cruising uh, is a copy of your passport should be with you at all times and keep it in a secure, the original passport on the cruise ship safe in your room. Entertainment on riverboat cruises is a little bit different than the fancy uh, entertainment that you will be having aboard a uh, ocean-going cruise line. Most of these riverboat cruises do not have casinos. Uh, they do not have a large lounge area, but they do have nightly entertainment, um, a small ensemble that will entertain you and, and occasionally dancing, etc. But there's nothing extravagant and elaborate. Sometimes when you're at port in various cities, you can uh, go uh, on a special tour in the evening that has entertainment in those particular cities. So it's up to you. Uh, some of it's on your own, but sometimes a cruise line uh, has those particular special uh, activities. They, some cruise lines offer special lectures and cooking de- demonstrations, and, of course, they have spas, most of them have spa, massage treatments, salons, and uh, gift shops, of course. 
unless you prepay your gratuities, as I mentioned in the article, uh, gratuities are expected to be paid at the end of your cruise journey. Uh, again, I suggest you do a little research before you visit the cities that you will be stopping over your ports of call to give you a little bit of insight. And I found that there were some apps for my iPhone that were greatly beneficial when I visited various cities that I, I didn't have to pull up the internet, but it, I just had the apps already loaded on my iPhone that I could gotta have a description of the maps of the city, the, even restaurants, museums, and sites to see. Someone asked me today whether or not they should take their grandchildren on a riverboat cruise. Well, maybe yes, maybe no. But we experienced two young boys traveling on this particular cruise ship with their grandparents. Uh, the two young boys were, I think, 12 and uh, 10. They told me, I asked them, are you having a good time several times? And they said, yeah, but... As the, one, the older young man said, I'd rather be on the Carnival Fun Ship. But uh, Grandma and Grandpa took them uh, from the United States to take the experience, their first uh, riverboat cruise, as well as their river, first riverboat cruise. So it might not be, it's not going to be uh, the, the gala entertainment or activities for young kids. Uh, if they don't enjoy going to museums and, and churches and, and, and uh, the countryside and the vineyards and the, and the other particular aspects of, of touring on a, on a riverboat cruise and the slow pace, it's not going to be truly enjoyable for them. Last but most important, at least 24 hours prior to you leaving on the cruise ship, of course, check for airline strikes and delays. And I should have brought that up before, but occasionally that happens. And... Uh, and that will help you because you may have to contact the crews through their emergency line and so forth that you know, your flights have been delayed, canceled, and you have to, you're going to have to rebook and reschedule and, and may arrive uh, days later. Or if you did some pre-days, it may be great because you're only going to be in that city on now one day instead of three days. So be sure that you keep up with your airline uh, possible problems of strikes and delays and weather conditions, etc. Uh, the other thing I'd suggest people do a 10-day weather forecast in advance so you know how to pack and, and what issues might be facing you on that particular cruise. And likewise, I would reconfirm all flights and seats directly with your airline via online or calling them because you never know what could happen on the last day. They could change, they could change equipment. They could change uh, uh, the equipment of the airplane, which has hap happened to us. Our seats changed, and we did not know 20, less than 24 hours before we left. But until we arrived at the airport, they said they changed planes, so your seats are way different than what you think you were on. So uh, the other thing I, I did, and I strongly suggest you do, is you inform your, uh, your, the few credit cards you might be taking with you uh, that you will be traveling abroad because sometimes they put it on if they see a transaction in in uh, Paris or London or Rome and you're, you don't generally have those types of charges they may suspect and put a freeze and say this may be suspected fraud or, or your card was stolen so you tell them in advance because it's going to save you some hassle that they're going to be either texting you calling you emailing you saying uh, and, and the patron there that you may be giving the card to may say your card didn't go through even though you know you know you have good your good credit on that so again i strongly advise you to do your advance 
well in advance, and riverboat cruising is one way that you can be able to relax, have a stress-free um, uh, enjoyment, a vacation, a travel, enjoy the scenery along the rivers, visiting some very important ports, ports of call to visit those mansions, museums, sites and venues and, and local and local restaurants that you're going to remember forever. Uh, again, if you have any specific s- suggestions or comments, please contact me. Uh, visit me on the bestoftimesnews.com website and uh, send me an email. Again, wishing you a great trip on your upcoming possible riverboat cruise in Europe and Asia or somewhere in the world. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show today. I'm Gary Kaligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. You've been listening to the best of times on 710 Keel. Join us again next Saturday at 9 for the best of times. This is News Radio 710 Keel, K E E L, Shreveport Mosier.